0: and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Anna, and I'm here to tell you the real truth about Brazil. So I am very happy to bring back this guest, my friend Heather. If you don't know, she was here in the podcast for episode 15. We talked about reading culture, pretty much the differences between Brazil and the UK, which was so fun and I think many people liked it as well because it got tons of listens. So I thought it would be really cool to bring her back so we could talk about the books we've been reading the past few months and what we're currently reading. We also talked about audiobooks and Kindle. So it was really fun to record this. Um, Maybe we do this low-key, like a regular thing yearly or every semester or something like that. Depends on how many books we actually read from time to time. But it was really fun to record this episode with her, of course. And there is actually one other thing that I want to say is that I have no idea why my upstairs neighbors, they are doing, they're making like so much noise these days. Actually, like this past few weeks. So I have no idea if there was like a construction or whatever, but you can kind of hear... Something in the background. It was not as bad as I thought it was because I had to stop the recording in the middle and I had to change rooms It was very annoying But I was listening for editing the episode and was not as bad so I hope you don't bother with this as much and I really apologize, but It's really hard because everywhere in my house is just very noisy from like, I don't know There's construction everywhere these days. I cannot understand So I really apologize for that, but it's not as bad as I thought it was, so that's great. That's very reassuring, honestly. But before we get to the episode, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, and share with anyone you think might like, maybe someone who is looking for new books to read, or you like this episode and you just think someone should listen to it. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi Heather, how are you?
1: Hi Anna, I'm really good, thank you.
0: So you are back to the podcast just because like, it was so fun recording that Reading Culture episode with you. I think that we had such a good talk about books and I definitely wanted to bring you back for us to talk about the book kind of like give book reviews of the books that we've been reading the past few months
1: yeah I'm so excited when you messaged me and suggested the idea I was like yes I really want to do this
0: (laughs) so for anyone who didn't listen to that that episode yet which definitely should because it was such a good episode can you introduce yourself
1: so I'm Heather I'm 20 I think I was still 19 last time that we recorded but now I'm 20 so that's exciting um and I study criminology at a uni in Bath and um I have a podcast as well called Coffee Chats um which is on YouTube and it's on Spotify now as well but I'm still kind of sorting it out I haven't quite got used to having it on there yet um and yeah I really like reading so that's why I'm excited
0: to do this episode. Yeah, I'm like so excited. I wrote down like a full list of the books that I've been reading recently, at least like this year. I would say because I'm I'm I don't know what's happening. I think we were talking about this earlier. I haven't been reading as much as I usually do, and I honestly don't know why.
1: No, neither. Like, I don't know if it's because like last year I read kind of a normal amount for me but then a little bit more when we were all like stuck at home but I think this year like we had a winter lockdown which was just so like it was everything was just so like dark and it was just it wasn't a fun time and I just didn't have motivation to like pick up a book then and then we've I don't know what it's like over there but we've been unlocking a lot so like it's just been like out and about like doing loads of stuff so I've just been reading less because I've been trying to like get back into socializing and catch up with people I haven't seen for ages
0: yeah that's unfortunately not my case (laughs) but I think I've just like I didn't I don't know like a book that I honestly want to read like you know because I'm so into romance romance And I simply cannot find a good book of romance that I want to read. So I grab like books that we have around the house and they're just not it for me at this point, but I just want to read. So I read them, but not super enthusiastic about it.
1: Reading books that you aren't that into, it just gets a bit like, uh, it's like a chore rather than
0: something fun. Yeah, 100%. So... uh, honestly I was saying it's so funny because in the beginning of the year I was reading the classics like I read Jane Eyre and Little Women (laughs) like
1: they're
0: they're so good I loved reading those they're like so they're, they're exactly like I was saying like romance pure romance classical romance I love these books and then I saw um this um, I think it was Rupi Carr I don't know how to say her last name. But she was talking about a few books that she was recommending. And one of those were Man Explain Everything to Me, which is nonfiction. But And I'm not super into nonfiction just because I get bored. I love fiction. It's just my preference. So men explain everything to me is good like it's so good it's like such a feminist book but at the same time I think it's so much better if you live in the United States because she gives like all of this information like numbers and everything that is obviously just from the United States it doesn't apply to Brazil even though like it could easily apply And like overall is a really good book. Like she really gets into it. She talks about how this man once was explaining to her this thesis. And then she was telling him like, no, that's not what she meant. And it was her. Like he was trying to mainsplain her own thesis for her. And um, that's why she decided to write this book, which is... Honestly, like a really good one, I would say. But
1: oh, great. I might have to read
0: that. Yeah, I, I kind of like went very slow, and it's honestly like very small book, but it's definitely worth the read. Yeah. And then, honestly, don't not judge me, please. But I was going through something at <laughs> the time, so you know, on TikTok it was super popular. Why men love bitches? <laughs> I like. and I was going. <laughs> Yeah, I was going through it like I was in that moment, you know, so I ordered it and it took like, I think a month to get to me because I actually, they don't have the Portuguese version for the book, so I had to order the English version and by the time that it came to me, like I wasn't into it anymore, like I was out of that phase, but I already had it, so why not? And it's, I, I would say it's very controversial, just because it's honestly like a good book overall. And um, it's, she touches on a few things like how to be confident in yourself and how you should just do whatever the hell you need to do and everything. But it's old, like it's an old book, like text messaging was not a thing.
1: The cover looks old, like, yeah. when I just look, it doesn't
0: look like something that's been written now. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's old, because she was talking about, like, oh, if he calls. Like, it doesn't even consider social media, because it wasn't written at that time. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of, like, outdated. So that's what I wouldn't say. It's, like, the best. And then she gives, like, some weird um to, to say some weird things like for example to, for, to make the man feel like he is like a, a man you know like a, you're going to take your dog for a night walk and then just ask the man cuz he's manly and he's going to protect you or something like you know why it's my question yeah so overall like it's a good book but you have to really filter the information um and then I read two books that are so in right now that everyone's talking about one of them is red white and royal blue
1: I want to read that yeah
0: it's good like it's good but I would say that it's low-key divided in three parts and like the first part it's, like, okay, and then the second part is, like, so amazingly good, and then the end, I think they could do something else, like, I I, I don't know, like, I expected another thing, I know, but it's overall really good, and then I even told you about this one, because I read in, like, not even two days, the last Mrs. Parish. Yeah. Uh, so good, oh, my god, like, has this plot twist that is kind of like go- um I think it's gone girl the name of the movie oh yeah yeah oh my god so good the plot twist is like amazing and you're like oh look, honestly like it's so good you would never see that coming like it's one of the best books that I've ever read in my entire life it's insane wow
1: yeah I feel like that's what I've been missing like a book with a good plot twist that like really hooks you
0: And then I decided that I was going to finish the uh, Anne with an E book series. Have you you ever watched it?
1: Yeah, I love Anne
0: with an E, it's so good. Yeah, I love it, it's so sweet. And like the books are so good as well. Like I found out that the first book has the whole story from the series, just the first book. So like you have like a great glimpse (laughs) of her whole life and then I finished um reading the series I think the last two books and one was like the death of me like I did not expect this from a book so sweet such as Anne with a an knee. but the last one was fine so I guess it is what it is and then
1: yeah I, d- I read like But our version of it is like hardback and it's really thick and like hard to hold. So I got like I was trying to read it. It was like hurting my arms. So I haven't actually finished it.
0: (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah, because I bought like the eight small books. So it was like fine.
1: Yeah, I might like get it on my Kindle or something so I can actually read it.
0: Yeah, because at least the Portuguese version of it is very easy to read because I know this girl that she tried to read it in English but the English was very old so it was kind of hard to read.
1: Yeah, that was part of it as well, yeah. And our copy is very old as well which probably doesn't help.
0: <laughs> um, And then I... Do you know the writer Elena Ferrante? I'm trying mm-hmm. to like say in this like english accent That's so weird but she's a great writer she's not this is not even her real name we don't know what's her name we don't know like her life anything about it but she writes good books and there's honestly one new book of her that is going to become a netflix movie only Mm -hmm. i don't know how to translate it (laughs) but she writes great books and all of them are in italy which is a plus because it's like so nice. And then I read this Troubling Love, which is like such a small book, but it took me over a month to read it just because it was like knotted. (laughs) And it was like, it's pretty much like um, this woman is telling the story of herself and like her mom killed herself. And then she goes back to this city where she grew up in. And then she finds out the life of the mom because she didn't know anything about her life. She just visited her like from here and there. And then she finds out that she had this whole life and she tries to find out why she killed herself pretty much. Um... I don't know if I would necessarily recommend this book but this writer also has like this um, story that's divided into four books that is honestly amazingly good is the story about two friends like since they were really little until they are adults and it's so good but honestly that's about it
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing it's a very big variety of genres
0: yeah I've been reading like a lot this troubling love it was my mom's book like I'm now getting to my mom's books (laughs) because I I'm not excited about mine so (laughs) I'm trying hers
1: I yeah I mean my problem is I buy like I'll go to the bookshop especially because like they're open again now so um it's been like really exciting to be able to go in So I keep like going there and buying more books rather than like reading the ones I've got. So I've got like over here, I've got like a whole, it's like seven or eight books that I've had for ages that I just haven't read yet. Um, So I always have like way too many.
0: Yeah, I do the same, like the Red, White and Royal Blue and The Last Mrs. Parish, like I did the same, like I bought them. And as soon as I got home, like I had this whole list, like I had to finish the end with the new books and all of that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, like I got to read this new ones. So like I always do this. I have like a whole <laughs> list of books, like a lot of books that I still have to read, but I just feel like buying new ones.
1: <laughs> so I was just looking at my list. I have this like notebook that I've been using it for like five years where I write what books I've read so that I can see how many I've read in a year. Um, And I've read six so far this year. So the first one um, was The Cousins by Karen McManus and she wrote, um, I think her first and like most popular one is like One of Us Is Lying or something like that it's called. and they're like mystery books. Um, and they have, they're just really gripping because they have like those twists and turns in them. Um, so you're, you just, you don't want to put it down and they're really fast paced. And I think that's what I need at the moment. I'm not like, cause I stopped reading as much. I'm not like a bigger, more heavy book isn't quite so gripping to me. But a book like that is like I read it so quickly it was gripping me the whole time the story was like really interesting it was like these two cousins or something and I think they'd like never met their grandmother and they went to this island that she owned which is like a holiday resort and then there's like a mystery so I can't really say much about it because i was spoil the book but yeah um then I read Airhead by Emily Maitless and she is a journalist in this country. Um, so she's like, she works for the BBC and she's like, she does like a lot of, um, I think it's, a, she does like kind of some UK politics, but then a lot of American politics, which was really interesting. Um, and it was kind of following a few big stories that she'd worked on. Um, it's, so I guess it's kind of like a biography, but it's only about like the stories that she's worked on and what that was like for her. Um, and that was really interesting because it was actually seeing what it would be like to work on stories like that. Um, and to like sort of understand the career a bit more by reading someone's actual experiences in it. Um, oh yeah, and then I read Always and Forever, Lara Jean, um, which I read just before the movie came out on Netflix, which made me read it because I was in a bit of a like reading slump then. And I was like, have to read it before I watch the movie. So I read that and it really bothered me. Like, have you read it?
0: Yeah, but have you read the three books or just the last one? All of them. Yeah, me too. Like, oh my god, I cannot stress about this enough. Like, I was so pissed about what they did to Peter Kavinsky on the movies. Like, he's a yeah. pr- He's not. He's, he's terrible.
1: Yeah, and also with the last book, the movie was so different.
0: From, yeah.
1: Like, did we speak about this last time?
0: I'm not sure. Probably, yeah, because like... <laughs>
1: Like the movie was so different from the book so I'm really glad I read it before but it was like I was watching the movie and I was like like I know films are often different from the book but it was so different like they just changed the names of like places and stuff and it was just really confusing um but I really enjoyed the book and I was like really sad because it was the last one in the series but um, But I don't know
0: I feel like they kind of had to change the whole book because they changed the, personado- the personalities of the characters yeah. so much that it wouldn't like match the character. Yeah. Yeah, so, that. but yeah. I don't know, like, I hated the book, the last book, just because of how everything turned out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spoil it, but I hated or- the movies as well, so.
1: Yeah, like, the, the movies, they're cute, but they're nothing like, they're not amazing.
0: Yeah I think I would enjoy I would have enjoyed the movies so much more if I haven't read the books just because I was expecting the books and that's not what we got so I got really mad at the movies and I, yeah. I like I'm pretty sure it's exactly the kind of movies that it would usually like like teenage love like so cute but not after know. the books.
1: <laughs> yeah I agree um then I listen to an audiobook actually, which is something I've been trying to get into more because obviously I like listening to podcasts, but some, like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are quite similar, um, or they have like the same guests on, or I don't know. Sometimes you just want to listen to something different, and also um, it's a way of getting through more books without like if you're out and about, or if you haven't got time to actually sit down and read a book. So I listen to The Truths We Hold by Pamela Harris, which is her um, autobiography, and it was so interesting. And I read it like around the time of the inauguration, um, which made sort of watching that even more, like I understood everything that she'd done before and um, I knew about her life and it was just really interesting. And like, I'm really glad that I read it. Um, and I would love to read like another one, like if she wrote another one after she's been the vice president to see like to hear more about her life, like from that stage on. Um, and I love like biographies like that, but I always struggle more reading them in a book form. So I prefer to listen to them as an audiobook.
0: Yeah, my mom bought the Kamala Harris one. Like, I'm excited to read it. And, like, since you like it, did you read the uh, Michelle Obama's?
1: Yeah, I listened to that one as an audiobook as well. But my sister has the actual book version. And I really want to read it again because it has pictures in it um, that go along with it. So I want to read it and, like, look at the pictures as well.
0: Oh, it's Um, so good. I loved it. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah, mine too. And Mm -hmm. do you see that? She has, like, the kind of book, like the kind of story in her the book on Netflix has like I don't yeah, know have you seen it yeah I have like right after I read the book and I was like crying I was like oh my god she's so amazing <laughs>
1: same (laughs) it's so good I'm so glad that I read it because I was like oh it's an autobiography but then I read it and I was like oh my god I love
0: autobiographies. oh my god same my mom got me from for Christmas I think two years ago and I was like yeah I'm not I don't think I'm gonna be into this but like I didn't have any other book to read so I was like okay I'm gonna give it a shot because I already have it now I was addicted to it like it was one of the best books that I've ever read
1: So the next book, I was going to tell you about this after I read it because it was relevant to something that we had spoken about, Um, but then we decided to do this episode, so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wait, Um, and it was Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton.
0: I'm not even kidding. I'm crazy to read this book. Like, I really want to read it, but they don't have the Portuguese version, and the English version is, like, insanely expensive. Like, I'm so pissed
1: oh that's so sad it's so good um like it was exactly what I needed to read at like this stage of my life it's literally taught me so much um it was also really funny which was nice like because a lot of it some of it was like really heavy and it was kind of like like if it hadn't been funny it could have got you down a bit but it was so funny it was so well written um I just love it Dolly Alderton anyway have you listened to her podcast
0: no I didn't even know she had a podcast like the the first time that I've heard about her was like through the book because I know that many people are reading the book now
1: so good and like I feel like it's the sort of thing that I'll read again like or I'll pick up and read a bit of it if I'm like if I remember there was one chapter where it was like really good um and I definitely think that's going to be my favorite book of the year like it was so good I get why everyone raves about it all the time like and I, like, normally when I read a book, I will then leave it at home. I won't take it back to uni with me, but this one I'm like, nah, I'm taking it back with me. It's gonna be like in my room, like wherever I am. Um, and then the next one was another audio book, which I think I should have probably read it as a book because it was it's Be The Change by Gina Martin. Um, she's this, she like, campaign to get upskirting to be illegal, which is like when people take photos up women's skirts, like in public places. Um, So she's really cool and it was really interesting, but it was not so much about her, how she got to that, how she did that and like her story, it was more about how you could do something like that, like teaching you how you could be a change maker sort of thing, Um, which was really interesting but maybe not that relevant to me because I'm not like trying to change a law right now. Um, And I feel like if I had read it properly, it would have been kind of with like bullet points and headers and stuff like that. Whereas it was just kind of her reading out the points. So it was a bit weird to listen to as an audiobook, but it was really interesting. and I definitely would remember or like recommend it to anyone who was like maybe doing that sort of thing. Honestly, like I've never listened
0: to an audiobook. I don't think it would get my attention. I think I would be wondering. And then when I realized I would be like far away from the book that I was listening to, I don't think it would work so much for me. That's what
1: was happening with that one. But with the camera... Pamela Harris one and the Michelle Obama one, I was so hooked, like I did not want to take my headphones out to do anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think like personally I don't think it would work for me, but I mean who knows? I guess it just takes the right book. Yeah. But like we were talking about in the last episode that we recorded together I think I'm I need like the physical copy of the book like I need to hold the book and be like a book you know (laughs) like and not just listen to it and I don't know I guess when I'm listening to something at these these days are just it has to be music because it's at the gym or when I'm working on something kind of like autopilot or whatever that I wouldn't even have a situation where I could listen to an audiobook
1: yeah yeah it definitely has to be the right sort of like i feel like i would only really listen to them on a walk or when i was living in uni accommodation i used to listen to it when i was walking to the like laundry room and doing my laundry um but like i could never listen to it if i was just like trying to do some work or if i was like tidying my room or something it had to be at a very specific moment
0: yeah definitely So, what have you been reading recently?
1: So, this is where it's the the kind of weird thing that I was saying that I've had a bit of a weird time of reading. So, I was reading for ages a book called, um, what's it called? The Binding by Bridget Collins. Um, And the story behind it was that just before we went into the first lockdown last year, Me and my sister kind of panicked and went to the bookshop because we were like, we're going to be at home for ages. Let's go get some new books to like. And the lady in the bookshop um, recommended it to us and said that it was her favourite book of the year before. And it was the best bookshop experience like I'd ever had. She was so lovely. And like, I feel like it was because she knew that she wasn't going to be working there for a bit because of lockdown. So she was just like really excited to serve people before like. The shop shut, I guess. Um, And she recommended us some other ones as well. Um, But I decided to buy that one because of how much she said, how good she said it was. And it was so, it was good, but I never finished it, which I really rarely don't finish a book because I'm like, I want to finish it now, I've started it. Um, It's quite long and it's about like, I think it's a fantasy book, like. I think that would be what it's classed under, Um, which isn't really a genre that I read that much. I used to do, I used to more, but not so much anymore, really. Um, So that was hard. And then also it was just, I feel like it could have been shorter Um, and it was quite confusing and it like flashback between different times but I feel like sometimes a book does that and it works really well and it's really clear but it wasn't as clear so sometimes you were like oh I see like it's not talking about this moment it's talking about the thing in the past um and the language isn't old but it's written kind of differently than like a modern book even though it is a modern book because I guess it's trying to fit in with that fantasy sort of thing like I would say the book is probably based in like an older time but it doesn't really specify um like it is good and I would I will probably go back to it at some point maybe when I'm a bit more into reading and try and finish it um but so then I was kind of off reading for a while um so I was trying to like you know on TikTok people make like the book videos um and there's often ones that are like to get you out of a reading slump and i'd kept i kept seeing the seven husbands of evelyn hugo come up on that um so i was like right i'm gonna get it and i got it on my kindle because i'm trying to buy less like actual books because i i'm literally running out of space (laughs) um and it's so good i it literally is worked to get me out of my reading slump um it's about it's set in the sixth in Hollywood and it's like this movie star and kind of the story of her life but it's like she's telling someone who's going to be writing the story of her life about the story of her life so it switches between those two um and it's I don't know what it is that makes it so hooking. it's just really well written um It kind of brings in modern issues, but in how they were sort of portrayed in the sixties, which is really interesting. Like there's a lesbian couple, um, which obviously in the sixties, like, especially if you were famous, you couldn't really say that you were in a lesbian couple. I've been reading it really quickly, which is I think what makes me know that it's a good book, like that I've been getting through it. And I actually want to pick up my Kindle and read it. Um, And the author also has three other books. and they're like set in each decade. So it's like 70s, 80s and 90s. And I feel like I'm just going to try and read all three of them before, like one after another while I'm on, like while I'm interested in them. Um, so yeah, that is what I'm reading at the moment. Um, so
0: the thing that you were saying about the other book that you haven't finished yet, like I'm not even kidding, like I'm doing like the same thing because I started Huthering Heights like I think four times or three wow. but uh, I think four but then like three times it was not even my fault that I didn't finish it because <laughs> I had to take the book back like I was going to my exchange where I was coming back home like something like that so I didn't finish the book it was not even my fault and then I bought my own copy and then I started reading again, I think thir- three times, like for the third time and I didn't finish it for no reason. I just got bored or whatever, which is very sad because I really wanted to like kid when I was like 15 because of Twilight <laughs> and I decided that I was getting it again, like, and finally I would finish it just because it's been on my shelf for like the best past- I don't even know how many years and I just got to finish it already and I'm in chapter 13 and I'm very positive that this time I'm going to be able to finish it for like once and for all and I've been reading as well um I don't have a kindle like I I don't know if I like I like the physical copies so I don't know if like I could
1: get a kindle I so I've had the kindle for like years like when they first came out because I loved reading so much and my mum I think my mum wanted me to be buying like less physical books because they were taking up so much space and she got one for me for Christmas and I used to use it all the time like I read the whole Hunger Games series on there like back when that was really popular um and then I kind of I haven't used it for years and then because I was like I really like firstly I wanted to read the book straight away because I'd seen so much about it and then secondly I was like I can't buy another book when I've already got so many that I haven't read yet Um, and I've actually been kind of enjoying it but I think the reason I stopped is because I really do like to have a book and like turn the pages and that but you're just tapping Um, and it is kind of weird but I do find it easier to like take around with me like oh it fits in my bag really well and all of that so yeah but I get what you mean.
0: Yeah, there's that and also like if you buy the first of all there are like many many uh, free copies of books on the internet for the Kindle <laughs> so it's like a plus. And also they are usually much cheaper yeah. than the physical copies so it's actually great for saving money. But yeah, I don't know. Like I th- I think I'm I'm considering these past few months. But if I buy a Kindle, will be on the next Amazon Prime Day, which will be next year, because I'm not gonna pay like so much for a Kindle. But I've been reading Small Legs, Big Teeth from Kelly, who was on the podcast last week, because she sent me. Yeah. She was so sweet. She sent me like an ebook copy, and uh, it's actually so good. Like I've been loving her book. It's so good, because she gets the um, like pages of her journals from when she was like a teenager and like all of these years and then she like it's so funny like it's such a what a 15 year old would write on their journal and then she talks about that time and it's so relatable and honestly I think it's so funny because sometimes I forget that there is a whole world outside and I'm so inside my own bubble. Like I sometimes I feel that the only thing that there is on the whole planet is my city and the people that I know. And it's really funny because she talks about how she was living in this little small town in the middle of like nowhere and how it was for her that she was being left out of a few um social experiences because she lived so far away and all of that. So it's honestly very interesting to read. Like I would never think about reading a book about someone who lived in the countryside in Missouri, you know, but it's it's so interesting and she writes so well. Like it's insane and it's so easy to read. Like yesterday I was la- laying on the sun and I was like yeah I'm gonna open this book and I'm gonna read like I don't know about 10 pages just so I can feel how this book is and when I saw I read like almost half of the book (laughs) because it's so easy to read so honestly I think it's even like a good balance from Heather Heights just because Heather Heights is just so like Almost hard to read. And I mean and I'm reading the English version, which is even harder for me because it's like old English. And then when I balance with small legs, big teeth, that it's so easy to read and it's um so relatable, it's honestly like a great balance. So I'm very happy with the books that I'm currently reading.
1: So I was talking to her about having her as a guest on my podcast as well so now I'm like really excited to read her book because I, I've been meaning to email her about it but yeah so that
0: was yeah
1: because and also like we wouldn't have come across that book necessarily if um, we weren't doing this
0: oh yeah 100% and honestly I, I really like the book like I'm not even saying because I had her on my podcast and everything but she is so sweet and the book is actually really good and it's honestly so exciting, like that she wrote her own book at twenty one.
1: Like, yeah, that was so cool.
0: Yeah, it's so cool. So I guess like you would one hundred percent love *The Last Mrs. Parrish*. Like I'm not even kidding. You have to read this book.
1: I'm gonna have to add it to my list. I have like the hugest li- hugest biggest list of like books to read, so it's definitely gonna go on there.
0: Yeah, and I think like I, I, oh, God, I am going to spend probably a little bit more of money to buy that book that you said, because I'm really curious. Everyone's talking about it and everyone's saying like how life changing it is. And it kind of makes me think about Untamed by Glennon Doyle that was so life changing for me that I really want to read it. Because exactly like the thing that you said, like I want to have the book so I can remember a chapter and I get back to the chapter and read it and I feel like stronger about a situation or whatever. And I recommend it to so many people and everyone who read it was like, oh my God, this is life changing. And yeah, I love this kind of books because I'm usually more into fiction. But when there are books, nonfiction books, like this that are so life-changing like I just gotta read them
1: (laughs) I also think because it is obviously it's a non-fiction book but it's kind of like it's a memoir I guess and it's kind of written more like a fiction book even though it is non-fiction if that makes sense so it didn't feel like you were reading a book where they were like this is what you should do like and this is my like like some non-fiction books are very like this is what you should do and this is how like you're going to change because of what you do but it was learning from her experiences which was just so much better
0: yeah this is the same with untamed this is what's good because it's non-fiction but your dive into the story because she's telling her story but comes with like a learning experience
1: yeah i need to read that and it sounds quite similar
0: yeah it's so good like it's really so good i gave um for my mom to read in like a hard time that she was going through and she was very like I, yeah, I don't think this book is gonna do anything for me but it did she was like oh I'm very shocked and then she told her friend that was going through a divorce and then her friend sent her like a voice message crying because she read this specific chapter and she was like I never felt so understood in my life like it was so sweet and then, you know, like every single person like told me like, oh, this chapter spoke so much to me and like helped me because I was going through this, this and that. Now my cousin has my book. Like I want it back because I want to read it again, <laughs> but it's a great time for her to, to um, read it as well. Like I honestly, I, I didn't even add this to my list because I read this book last year, but it's one of the best books that I've ever read in my entire life. Definitely.
1: Yeah and like with um, the Dolly Alderson one like I am not someone who likes to highlight or write in a book and I didn't because I was on the train when I read the bit that I wanted to highlight so I didn't have any like pens on me but I just wanted to highlight it so I knew where it was and so I could go back to it and be like this quote and like remind myself of it because it was literally exactly what I needed to hear.
0: Yeah, I had the same thing with Untamed, but I, I don't like to highlight my books. Like, I feel so bad, <laughs> Yeah, <this is> wrong. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I want to highlight it. But then I ended up not doing it, which is actually good because I borrowed to my mom and then my cousin. So they obviously do not relate to the same things as I do because they're in completely different times of their lives. But I definitely That's highlighted and with an knee because there are, like, some specific sentences of the book that are, like, what the hell, (laughs) you know? And I needed to just highlight them.
1: I have one of the quotes from that on my uh, wall up there. I think it's, like, I'm so happy that I live in a world where there's octobers or something. And it's not, like, particularly groundbreaking or anything, but I just think it's a really pretty quote.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, I... I remember when I was reading, especially like the first books and with Annie, um, she, like the character says like the, these things are like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And this is so pretty and or like eye opening or whatever. And I'm not even joking. Like, I think for three straight months, I was just posting on my Instagram stories, like the book. And I, and I was like, yeah, I don't care. If you don't like it, don't, don't see it. Cause mm-hmm. I'm going to keep posting. Cause it's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming to the podcast again. I think we should definitely do it like from time to time, just because it's yeah, so fun.
1: We can update each other on what we've read. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, honestly, I think it's so helpful because at least I love read like love knowing what people are reading because sometimes. I'm stuck with books that I have here and they're not like life changing and I don't want to read them and I wanna buy new ones and I don't know what to buy. So at least like I love this kind of um, YouTube videos or podcast episodes or anything. So honestly, if it's helpful for one person, like I'm already happy. Yeah.
1: This has really motivated me to like um, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but it, like it's maybe what I get read right now. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I'm going to link your podcast, your Instagram, everything on in the description, just like last time. I love your podcast, so definitely recommending it as well, besides the <laughs> books. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming.
1: No thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so that was the episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And just a little update from, of my current situation with my reading list, my books and all. I finished Small Eggs, Big Teeth. It was such a good book. I loved it, really. It's it's amazing, honestly. And then you read and it's just like, oh my God, I cannot believe that she went through all of this. And you can just notice Kelly's growth. And it was so amazing. I texted her and I was like, girl, I loved your book because it's so worth it. And Huthering and Heights, I have like 60 pages left, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but the letters are really tiny, and it's just a lot written in only one page, but I do have the intention to finish reading this book by the end of the week, and um, what else? I bought the book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, although in Portuguese version because English version was just so expensive and there isn't really much a need for me to buy the English version, but I haven't opened the Amazon package yet just because I know that if I do open it, I will just put Heather and aside and will not read it anymore, so I really want to finish that book first. And I also bought the English version of everything I know about love, or I learned about love, or something like that. But it will get at my house by the end of the month. So I still have some time till it gets here. But I'm very excited about these books. And. I think Heather will also be reading the ones that I recommended to her. We already set up a call for us to talk about the books we've read. <laughs> so funny. But anyway, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And um, of course, all of the links are in the description as always. I'm going to link also the Reading Culture episode with Heather because that was a really good one. I really enjoyed it. And I hope to see you back here for next week's episode. Bye, everyone.